This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better. Because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And special offer to My Curl Speak with Key listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp.com slash speak. That's BetterHelp.com slash speak. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. No matter how uncomfortable the transitions of life get, you must surrender to change. That's the only way you'll grow into who you're destined to be. In order to have new things come into your life, you must be willing to do the hard work to make room and space for it. Physically, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally declutter your atmosphere to prepare and make room for the better that is coming to you in each area. I am unlocking new levels daily. I am always moving towards what I want even when I cannot see physically that I am making progress. My progress forward towards my success is inevitable. My value and worth all stem from within. No one will know it unless I show up for me and show what I'm not willing to settle for. I stand in my truth. I stand up for me. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Curls Beat with Key. Of course, I'm Key and happy Wednesday. Yeah, okay. The last two episodes, I didn't say anything. But can you do the chimes again? I'm so happy. I told y'all I was going to get chimes again. I told y'all. Okay. So if this is your first time tuning in, thank you for giving me a chance. If you are a loyal listener, thank you for coming back once again. If you haven't already left a rating and review on both Spotify and Apple, Apple Podcasts, make sure you go leave one. With each new five-star rating and review, it helps us show up higher in the algorithm when people listen to other podcasts centered around self-improvement and mental health just like this one. Last week, we talked about breadcrumbing. This week, we are going to talk about gaslighting. Now, I've already discussed it once, but the main reason for us talking about it again is because, I'll be honest, I'm tired of the word being used in the wrong context. To gaslight someone means to manipulate another person into doubting their own perceptions, experiences, or understanding of events. Y'all, gaslighting is not me telling you that I don't believe you. <laughs> that is not the same thing. Um, oftentimes, people think that if you disagree with them, you are gaslighting them, and that is not the truth is all about how you do it, not so much as what you're doing. Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which the abuser attempts to sow self-doubt and confusion in their victim's mind. 
Typically, gaslighters are seeking to gain power and control over the other person by distorting reality and forcing them to question their own judgment and intuition. Okay, 10 signs of gaslighting behavior. Lies. You know the person is lying. Like, I mean, like, they're, like, blatantly lying in your face. Like, you know the person is lying. Um, They don't recognize their behavior. You begin to have self-doubt and question everything and become uncertain over the smallest things simply because this person doesn't tell you the truth. Two, deny. You know what they said. They deny they ever said it. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you come in contact with someone and they said something to you and they would put it on a dead homeboys that they didn't never say it. Like you start to question your memory. Perhaps they were right. They didn't say that to me. And you start to question your reality and accept theirs. In situations like that, I've been through that so many times. Y'all, I keep every text message until I get like, I got to get like really, really mad to like delete a thread. Like I keep every text message between me and someone because I'm so used to someone telling me that they didn't say something that they did say. Number three, using what you love against you. This is a manipulative tactic used by the gaslighter, causing a person to question themselves and things they hold close. For example, if the person loves their job, the gaslighter will find issues with it. If they have children, the gaslighter will make them believe they should not have had them, that they're a poor parent. Number four, losing your sense of self. The gaslighting continues and, and over a long period of time, the victim becomes a different person. Self-confidence disappears and the victim becomes a shadow of their former self. Their reality and being becomes that of the abuser. Now, in situations like this, especially, you know, gaslighting is emotional abuse. In abusive relationships, a lot of times the abuser will make it where everything is centered around your relationship and them. And that's another reason why so many people lose their selves in a relationship because there is no individuality. We've talked about this before. You don't have any friends. They make you believe that your only friend is them. Most of the time, what they do is they make it where you don't trust your family because they'll make it, oh, your mom is just jealous of us. Different situations like that will make it where you lose yourself. Number five, words versus actions. A gaslighter will talk and talk to convince a person of their concern for them. However, their actions will not reflect the words. That sounds like something we talked about last week with breadcrumbing. Number six, love and flattery. A gaslighter will tear a person down, build them back up and tear them right back down again. These are people, examples of this would be like a person that gives you like a backwards compliment. Um, I had someone tell me one time that I was a wonderful mom, but I was a terrible girlfriend. Now, I'll be honest. It really didn't hurt my feelings that much. Because I was stuck on the fact that I was a good mom. So when he told me that, I was just like, oh, okay. But then later on, I thought about it. Okay, so I'm not catering to his needs. So he thinks I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to spend more time with him. Now, we're not going to get into that particular relationship. But I'm saying, do you see how backwards that compliment was? Now, to a person like me, 
I was like, thank you. But to somebody else, that could have like really broke them down because he told me something negative and positive in the same statement. And the same person would compliment me all of the time and tell me how wonderful I was, but didn't tell me that I basically was worthless in other breaths. Like, it was just so much that happened in that particular relationship when it came to the things that he said to me. Now, number seven, confusion. A gaslighter instills constant and consistent confusion, leading the victim to become desperate for clarity. As the person searches for clarity from the abuser, the cycle continues and the abuser's power increases. Number eight, projecting. A gaslighter projects their actions on their victim. For example, if the gaslighter is a liar and a cheater, they accuse the victim of being a liar and a cheater. The person feels that they constantly need to defend themselves for things they have not done. Y'all, I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. Like I've never looked through any of my partner's phones ever. But the one relationship where I had where I got played to the left, all of the signs were there because when I would go to work, he would go through my iPad and look at the text messages between me and my friends. Um, One of the first times that I ever spent time with him, he went through my phone and he told me about it, but he didn't tell me about it until like maybe like four days later. Because I was so trusting until I didn't have a passcode on my phone back then. Like, now it's, like, super FBI. Like, you can't get in there. But back then, I didn't have anything. So, I said all that to say, he was a cheater. Like, he cheated to the left, to the right, up the street, behind the street. He cheated. And I think that was a lot of the reason why he always thought I was doing something was because he was doing it. Number eight. Nine, you're crazy. The gaslighter knows the person is already questioning their sanity. They also know the victim is searching for clarity. Hence, when they call the person crazy, the person believes it. The gaslighter will also tell other people the victim is crazy or mad. Hence, if the victim ever approaches those people for help, they will most likely not be believed. (sighs) Now, with the whole crazy thing, ladies, how many times have I told you to be very, very cautious of a man that calls every ex-girlfriend or every ex-situation crazy? Because, like I've always said, it comes a time where you have to take accountability and you have to look at what the common denominator is. And if every person that you come in contact with, if it ended in a crazy way, it could be one of two things. Well, one of three things, actually. One, you attract crazy people. Like, you like crazy. Like, you made that might be your thing. You get off to that. That's one thing. Two, you're making them crazy. And I know a lot of people will tell you that you can't make someone crazy, but I'm here to tell you that's not the truth. Because constantly lying to someone and like making them seem like what they're seeing with their own eyes is not true will make someone um start to do questionable things um listen i do a little brief story time a little one um i i was dating someone like this this was like a couple of months ago so this is kind of recent and the per- particular person 
At one time, we talked all the time. Like when I say all the time, like I could be at work and we would be on the phone. Like I would talk to him all the time. And then within like two weeks, he started acting like a little distant. Okay. So me being the person that I am, um, I have an anxious attachment style. So I was very vocal about the fact that his actions changed up. And I asked him if he wasn't interested in me anymore. And he, he always had excuses. It was always that um, he was working. He was busy. All of a sudden he was busy. Like his schedule was totally different than what it was. Um, I said all this to say one night, (laughs) one night I was spending time with him and somebody showed up to the house. Y'all like a girl showed up to the house and like all he could do was like basically apologize to both of us and tell both of us that he was talking to us. Now y'all got some tea. Y'all got a little bit of tea. It's a little hot, right? So after the situation was over with, now I had just started talking to him. So it was like one of them things where we had a conversation afterwards and he made it seem like, oh, well, I was talking to her too, but I was trying to cut it off because me and you was getting serious, but I want to make sure we was getting serious first. So I tried to give her some grace. Now, I told y'all to give grace, but I didn't tell y'all to be stupid. Okay, so long story short, I started doing things that I regularly didn't do. And this is the this is the reason why I'm going to reel you back in and tell you why I told you this story. So I started writing by this boy house. Y'all, I ain't never did nothing like that in all the days of my life. Like I've never been the type of person that pull up. I've never been the type of person to blow your phone up. I ain't never did nothing like that. But it was because he would act one way, like his words was one way. And then he would do something different or like he would ignore my phone calls. But then he'd be active on Facebook and that was just pushing my crazy button. And I said all that to say he kind of. Kept making me feel crazy till I turned crazy. So that was my example. Number 10. This is the last one. Everyone is a liar. The gaslighter may tell the person everyone else is against them and that everyone is a liar. Such action further blurs the victim's sense of reality and increases their dependence on the gaslighter, which we talked about uh, previously before. One of the effects of gaslighting is that a person that has become Used to this sort of treatment starts to gaslight themselves. And y'all know I've told you several times that I gaslight myself. Like if I'm upset about something, I'll call one of my friends and like be like, is it do you feel like I'm reaching? Do you feel like I'm doing too much? Like, should I be offended? Do he got me messed up? Like it's to the point where I've been called crazy so many times until I don't want to be crazy. So I ask for that, like I ask for validation within my circle, because one thing I can say about my friends, they all have level heads. So if I ask them for something, they're they're pretty honest with me. And that is one of the effects of the gaslighting I've been through, because to be honest with you, I've been in. We're go- we're not going to count the last. Hmm, we're not going to count the last two relationships, y'all, because, you know, I got a rule if it didn't last. If you ain't had a baby, no, I ain't gonna say that. Like if it didn't last um a year, it doesn't count. So I'll say that I've been in three relationships my whole life. I'm 31 years old. In those three relationships, each one of those I was gaslit in every last one of them. So now I'm living with that. Like I'm living with 
constantly hearing stuff in the back of my mind, like thinking that I'm overreacting. So it is normal for a person to gaslight themselves after dealing with that. Like that's part of the surviving process. You just have to catch it when it happens. Like I know when I'm doing it, you just have to pay attention when it happens. Um, so again, the last two episodes of this month, we talked more about things that contributed to emotional abuse. I want you to understand that emotional abuse is just as dangerous and just as hurtful as physical abuse. And that's the reason why for Domestic Violence Awareness Month, I dwelled on that. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of My Curl Speak with Key. You can catch me back here each and every Wednesday. To follow the show, you can follow me at MCS with Key. That's on Twitter, TikTok, and on Instagram. To keep up with everything, including my organization and blogs, you can find me at mycurlspeak.com. There is an S on curls. To send in, in an advice letter, you can email me at key at mycurlspeak.com. Until next week. Today's episode was brought to you by the people over at Unfiltered. To celebrate their two-year anniversary, their brand new tech suit that will be priced at $100 will be priced at $75 for the first 20 orders. Head over to unfilteredforever.com and use promo code KEY at checkout for 15% off your entire order. So visit unfilteredforever.com promo code KEY and remember there is a science to being you.